This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Song handpicked by our very own Moji. You can tell this is one of my songs, right? It's just a little bit slower, sexy. Yeah, it's the way you like it. Yeah. Slow and sexy. <laughs> it must be the podcast. Must be. <laughs> I really like Khalid. Me too. Um, he's just got cool voice, and I and I it might be just the songs that he's been on that have been great. Um, and I don't know if he even writes them, but you know he's on the Voice this season. Oh yeah, yeah, he's doing that whole like um, you know when the artists are practicing their battle round songs, and uh, he's working with um, John Legend. So John Legend's the coach okay. who picked the team, and then when they go behind the scenes into rehearsals, Khalid's there and he's offering feedback, and he seems like just a really nice guy. I haven't watched The Voice in so long. I haven't watched those. I I, I kind of was done. You know what the thing is with them is that um, the shows themselves are, say, two hours long, and they'd be perfect if they were an hour and five minutes. Mm. Like There's just too much yammering on yeah. with the coaches and all the shtick between Adam and Blake. I'm yes. so sick of it and so over it, but... The reason why I'm watching it is because it's just a classic family show. It's the kind of show that my girls love watching. Uh-huh. You know, I'm so happy I don't have to watch Treehouse anymore. And I'm sure oh. you're in that world right now, Maura, where it's like Max and Ruby, you know. Ranger or- Rob and Stomper and I got all, yeah, Sesame Street. I'm all that Gro- stuff. Hanging out with Grover every night. Yeah, and imagine you could be watching The Voice <laughs> instead. Yeah, Wouldn't that be, be like uh, great? That would be the best, Yeah. yeah. Um, Bundes, who is the technical producer on our show, Chris Bundes, but everyone calls him Bundes. You have no idea what we're talking about because you have no kids. You, you're not in that world yet. No, I don't even have cable. No, you don't. Well, why would you? You know, you're probably out getting, you know, dates and on the scene and doing like what you should be doing. He doesn't have time to watch TV. Can't watch The Voice. Yeah, I mean, the most the most I've seen of The Voice is uh, <laughs> what? Is that a Freudian slip? Oh, uh, might have been. Um, it's usually on YouTube. Like if if it's in the trending, like a like a clip is in in my feed. That's, yeah. That's okay. Right. So you might watch like a you know two minutes of the Tonight Show because like they do some remake of a song using kids' instruments or something. Anyway, when you're stuck watching TV with your kids, shows like this actually are pretty good. Mm. It's just, I don't need to see, you know, all four judges weigh in and critique somebody's performance when, you know, there, there hasn't been somebody entertaining doing that since Simon Cowell. Yeah. You know, he was the original and he was great. He was the only one I cared about. Him and actually Paula Abdul, when you go back to the <laughs> original American Idol, because she was so 
like just nutty. Yeah. That it was kind of fun to see what she was going to say just so Simon Cowell could make fun of her some more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and Simon, everyone hated, like, loved to hate Simon. Yeah. That was the thing. But right? at least he said something that was entertaining. Whether you agreed with him or not, he was entertaining. But in the, on The Voice, it's just, hey, you know, you were great. There was a couple of parts. You had some trouble with the runs. Like, who cares? Is it still Gwen Stefani? Uh, they keep changing. The, the constants are Blake Shelton and Adam Levine uh-huh. from Ruin 5. And then they rotate in. Uh, I mean, Gwen Stefani's done it. I don't know if she's coming back. They've had Jennifer Hudson. They've had Alicia, uh, Keys. Alicia Keys. They also, I mean, they started with um, the blonde girl, the, the, Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera, who was apparently a problem on the set. But So I have no idea w- what'll be happening next season. But anyway, it's a good show to watch with your kids. And Khalid is a um, pretty nice guy. He's doing his best to, you know, get everybody on track. <laughs> you know, he's doing his first, like, North American tour. Like, he he's going on tour. Usually he's, like, a supporting act. But mm. this is, like, him being the leading man on the road. Well, welcome to another podcast. It's been a while. I know we promised daily podcasts, but it turns out when you start a new show, even when it's, you know, Maura and I carrying on from something we left before... It's still a lot more work. You know, we have a lot, there's a lot more meetings. There's a lot more just getting used to stuff technically and everything's taking way longer. Yeah. And just getting used to a new building. Where do you park? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> How do I make a photocopy? You literally have to scan in and out of three doors in order to go to the bathroom here yeah. from our studio to the bathroom. But I mean, in a way, it's nice that there's that much security. So yes. Not, not people roaming around. But I can but. totally see myself getting locked out. If, if, if I'm not back. Back in time when we're supposed to turn our mics on, it's probably because I'm in the washroom. Mm. Locked. <laughs> it's almost like you need to bring your phone in case you have to make an emergency call. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You definitely don't want to forget your pass card in this building. Oh, like, it's... There's, there's nowhere you can go. It's like a jail. I have it. to wear this pass card and it's the worst <laughs> picture of me of all time. It is. You know what, it is, what? You know what the worst picture was? The one right before they took that one. And yes. so that one you were like, well, it's not as bad as the last one. I'll take it. But it's you and I both have terrible pictures on our pass cards that we've been wa- wearing around on our neck for the last three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? My head looks massive. Can you see mine? Yeah. Looks giant. Yours looks like a mug shot, and yeah. I just look like disgusting. <laughs> I just, I did have a sinus infection when I had this photo yeah. taken. Yeah. How does that work, Bundes? Can we get a new picture if we want, or we, we have to pay for a new card? Uh, you don't have to pay for it, no. Uh, you can just email somebody like Cheryl in HR. And okay, and they might be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, Cheryl's going to want to take time out of her day because you don't like your picture on your ID card. No, but- I'm, I'm, I don't care about mine. It's you I'm worried about. <laughs> Because that really is an awful picture of you. <laughs> it is. At least I can look at myself in the mirror and think, well, I don't look this bad as I do in this picture. So it can't be that bad of a day. You might get stopped by security on your way in and be like, that, you're not that woman. <laughs> that woman is hideous. <laughs> There's no way that's All right. you. <laughs> um, but you know what? As we settle into our new job, um, which is obviously on Energy 95.3, if you haven't heard and haven't caught up, uh, Maura and I are doing a new morning show on Energy 95.3, Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 9. And then there's like a replay show from 6 to 7 in the evening. And Mm -hmm. then I think there's something on Saturday as well. So um, it's great. It's good to be here. 
Probably the nicest studio. No, sorry, not probably. It is by far the nicest studio I've ever worked in. Yeah, me too. I think everything sounds great. I think our mics sound fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's issues I've had in the past at other places I've worked where it just didn't feel like, you know, it was bringing out my best. You sounded like a ween before. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> my name's Tucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Those uh, mics were not tuned like these ones are. These are great. Yeah. yeah the gear's great. The people are great. Honestly. I can see the water from where I'm sitting yeah. right now. How lucky like, are we? Well, there's a beach right there where people are going to be lounging when it gets warmer. Apparently, like some of them topless. Yeah, that's what Bundes was telling me. You at five thirty in the morning when we come in to do a radio show, we'll see some people in the summertime having sex on that. Beach. Really, <laughs> right there, right there, right where that goose is picking on the grass, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right there. Wow. Well, that'll be fun. We'll that'll let you be, know. Yeah. We'll shoot some video if we see that for sure. <laughs> Share it with just the podcast family, though, because it might be too racy for the regular everyday crew. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we've had a lot of requests for, you know, to continue with the podcasting. So sorry it's taken so long and it's just been, uh, you know, we'll get back into it. It was, It's starting to happen. Yeah, we haven't been able to do anything else, really, besides mm-hmm. the show. We've, like, not been working out. You, ca- you said this morning to me, like, I got to get back to the gym. Yeah. Me too. Anyway, um, today is April 2nd when we're recording this. Yeah. And yesterday was April Fool's Day. Yeah. And there were lots of companies that did April Fool's jokes. And there was one that I wanted to revisit because I really thought this was interesting. Not exact. I, I wouldn't like to see something exactly like this, but I could see there being a, a need for a different way to communicate from vehicle to vehicle. This is Honda that put out a commercial for April Fool's Day where they're talking about the polite horn. In our country, we have polite ways of getting the attention of others. (laughs) And this isn't one of them. Introducing the polite horn from Honda Canada. A revolutionary innovation in vehicular communication. The polite horn allows drivers to cease causing a ruckus on the road. And instead, <clears throat> so basically the horn is just <clears throat> like when you want to, it would be perfect when somebody's staring at their phone at a red light uh. and it goes green and nobody's paying attention. And then you could just, you know, easily uh, go to the polite horn <clears throat> just to let them know that <clears throat> it's green. Go Instead of having to lean on the horn, because you always feel like, you know, yeah. That's a good question, though. Like, what happens if you do lean on the horn? Does it just go um, once, or does it like go? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. Uh, and to be honest, <clears throat> like if you wanted to put a little more authority in it, I I feel like that. That's the best I can do. See, if, I, if I'm hearing that, that makes me feel like I want to gag a little bit. Does like, it? yeah. When you hear someone clear their throat? Yeah. And if I was hearing it a lot on the highway, that would make me feel gaggy. I would prefer like the bicycle bell. I think that's a pleasant tone. Just a ding ding. Ding ding. Yeah. That's always like happy. It's very smiley, the bicycle mm. bell. Yeah. It yeah. also kind of sounds like your cell phone though, like that, that texting sound, bing bing. Yeah, Ding, it does. yeah. That then, you, then you're people. checking your phone in the car and you're getting tickets and it's it's not good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, let's be honest. It, it, it's probably not going to happen that there'll be another, you know, form of horn, which would be kind of neat. Uh-huh. 
Um, but I, I've always thought it would be great if you could have one of those um, digital boards on your vehicle so you could type messages for other people that are around you. <laughs> you could send... Front and back. Oh. And the one in the front, like, it would be, you know, that blue section of your windshield that's supposed to block the sun. Mm-hmm. You could have that be almost like a digital LED board, and then it would write everything in reverse. So if you were in the car in front, <laughs> looking in your rearview mirror, you could read the message that was going across there. You know that would be horribly abused, though, right? Well, the thing is, is that maybe they could have certain parameters that would limit types of language you could use. But you could do like the whole, hey, just trying to get by, move over, please. Oh, nobody's being polite on those. Uh, they're either going to use it to pick people up, or they're going to use it to be mean nobody's going to be like hey thanks for letting me in but picking people up might be a legitimate thing you could do at a red light you know have you ever uh fallen in love with someone in another car sure and uh and ever like wanted to just be you know communicating with them and you could just be like my god you're so hot if you're single and you think i'm cute you know let's exchange numbers pull over at the next exit and i'd love to get your number you could just I mean, the problem is you'd probably need a passenger to do all the typing, but actually you would just do a text, a voice to text. So you could just press a button on your wheel. You never have to leave it and be like, uh, if you think I'm cute, pull over at the next exit, period. And then it would go across there and they could see it. And then, you know, they could reply with the screen on the back of their car because you'd have one on the back too saying, no, I'm in a relationship. Uh, carry on. Have a nice day. Wow. See, I don't I don't think this is uh, a good idea, but I do see that this could happen like in the future with automated cars. You know, if somebody, oh, yeah. you know, you could easily be the one typing the backseat because you don't even have to drive. Yeah, that's a good point. I once a, a girl tried to pick me up once uh, from car to car. Really? Yeah, really. Where I were swear you? to you, I was. Uh, <laughs> you, I just you said star- tried though. Uh, well, because I just started dating my wife oh. Deb, and she lived in Montreal, and I lived in London, Ontario, and I was driving uh, around the Coburg area. And we kept passing each other. You know, you just, it was more her. I think she was speeding up and then, you know, slowing down and I'd pass her and we're going back and forth. And I started looking at her and she was looking at me. What? Yeah, I swear to you. <laughs> I swear to you. And then, um, and then we both pulled off at the, I think she followed me off, but she pulled off at the service station near Trenton. And then she noticed I had these rock climbing stickers on the back of my car. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, do you climb? And I'm like, yeah, I climb uh, quite a bit. And she goes, oh, cool. And I said, oh, where are you headed? And she goes, oh, I'm going to a friend's cottage north of Montreal. And I'm going, oh, I'm going to Montreal too. And then she said, well, you know, if you ever want to go climbing sometime, um, you know, in Toronto, let me know. Wow. And I was, uh, you know, uh, it was crazy. Nothing like that had ever happened to me before. Were you attracted to her? She was cute, for sure. Like, wow. if I wasn't in a new relationship with Deb, I would have for sure said yes. And she was she was a Quebecer. And I think this goes to the, you know, the difference between Quebecers and people from Ontario, mm. where people are super friendly and people in Ontario don't necessarily have that reputation, it's certainly in your 20s. Yeah. And so um, she was just looking for new people to hang out with. Yeah. You know, she saw the Ontario plate, figured I was maybe from the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. And then I think I said to her, like, oh, I have some friends in Toronto, if you know, because she said, I don't know a lot of people in the city. Yeah. You know, totally laid it out there. And then it never, uh, you know, I think she gave me her phone number that I, in case I knew someone who was, you know, could reach out to her. Well, that's what you did for me when I first moved to mm-hmm. Toronto. You remember? Yeah, I set you, you up uh, with a friend of mine, not on a date, but just as someone to hang out with. Felt like a date. Well, I think, I think he wanted it to be a date, but that wasn't Felt my like intention. That wasn't my intention. 
I'm like, oh, this guy thinks it's a date. Okay. <laughs> well, this guy's going to be listening to this podcast, too. Hey, Donnie. <laughs> hey, Donnie. But uh, no, honestly, Don, uh, my friend Don is one of the you know nicest people when it comes to meeting new people and making yeah. them feel welcome. And he lived you know not far from the neighborhood. You were like young and egg, and he was young and egg. And so I was like, oh, my friend Don lives in that area. Here's his number. And then I, you probably called him. Yeah, you know, that's the only problem with being a woman. Uh, I found that a lot of the people I was hanging out with when I first moved to Toronto, the, a lot of the invites seemed to go to places where I was like, oh, this is mm. more than just friends. You want to be more so than just friends. so hard, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it is tough because you're like, oh, I was just looking for some friends. <laughs> just wanted a friend. I'm you lonely. know, it's so hard when, you know, you just want to be friends with people and they find themselves attracted to you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's really hard, eh? <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was very lonely the time you know you sound like that person who's, who talks about how hard it is to spend all the money they make you know it's hard when you make this much money to find enough things to do to spend it you know well, it's like people always want something more but maybe you didn't want to give them more hmm. i'm sorry for that no no it's all right it must be tough just think back to high school. Remember when oh, no one liked you? Yes. How hard that was? That was now, cool. what life would you rather live? Yeah, the I'd... one where people refer to you as Moron Queerson <laughs> in your back brace. That was yeah. a nickname that some like giant asshole gave you yes. in high school. Yeah. And you told me that he apologized for that, didn't he? Because he heard you talking about it on the radio. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? He's not a giant asshole. He never was. He was just like one of those guys who um, liked to be funny. Okay. You know, kind of like, a, I wouldn't even call him No a, idea what that must feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it, yeah. it, it is a funny nickname. It's mm. there, is, could there possibly be a better one? I don't think so. Well, I had a pretty bad one. What was yours? Well, oh. no, I had multiple, but yeah. uh, most, my main one was Pee Wee, because I used to hang out with older kids. Like I was in grade nine, they were in grade 10 and 11. Mm. And, uh, but then I had this friend that... Uh, thought it the name Tuck Stain sounded funny instead Aww. of Tucker. And then he started calling me Stain. And that's like, you know, just a variation of the name. Oh, that's and then, terrible. He was probably uh, intimidated by you. No, I don't think so. I think he was just trying to be funny. You know, like not an asshole, but just thought it would be funny. Right. And, uh, and then there was this one date, like I was the high school president of my student council in grade 11. I was the high school president of oh, my yeah. student council. Have we never had this conversation? I, I didn't know. know that about you. Yeah. Okay, anyway. anyway side note. Um, so as uh, I was hosting like this assembly, and it was supposed to be like a spirit thing. Yeah. And I had been trained through all my years of being on student council and going to these leadership conferences, national ones and stuff. These different cheers, you can get the crowd going. And one of them was um, you divide the crowd in two. You got your left side, your right side. And when you point on one side, they're supposed to say like, boomba. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side when you point to them they're supposed to say hey and then you'd like point you you become a conductor of this cheer yeah except the guy who came up with the nickname stain changed the hey to stain with everyone so then oh. i started doing like the boomba hey boomba boomba hey and then it turned into like boomba stain boomba boomba stain stain <laughs> i was like i mean whatever i have enough of a sense of humor i think i was laughing at the time but uh Aww. yeah bad nickname Play, no. the, play the sad music again, man. It's terrible. Oh, it's so I went home and cried. Oh. It's really hard. Man. 
Yeah. Had it tough in high school. But you know, it builds character. It builds character. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't. More on Queerson for life. Even the back brace, though? Would you change that? I, no. Because you have scoliosis, right? That's yeah, why you had I to wear it. I wouldn't change it. I, I'm so happy about that because that really did build character, you know? I actually forced... It's so weird that way because I feel like most people who had, um, like, problems with... Well, you weren't bullied, right? Uh, kids used to grab the bars in the back and shake them. Oh, that's the pretty bad. That's pretty bullyish. I actually forced uh, my niece into the back brace when she was in high school because I still have it. And she was, like, complaining about something. I'm like, you need to experience what real problems feel like. Yeah. Put this brace on. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't wow. really change anything for no, her. No, like, no. Oh, I don't care. terrible, yeah. <laughs> it's like when I made my kids watch World Vision videos on YouTube just to give them perspective on life. Yeah. You know, that doesn't change anything. It's like when I was at the Hyatt in Scottsdale, Arizona, and there's this beautiful pool with like a faux beach where they brought in all this sand, and there are children around me crying. Yeah. I'm like, you're at a luxury Hotel. Yeah, with water that you could literally drink if you had to, yes. if it you know required you to drink something to save your life. What is your problem? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I was, this one video was in particular that I watched, and it was uh, this family. Well, these all these families that lived in this village, and there was only one source of water, and mm-hmm. though it was hours of walking to get to this source of water, mm-hmm. and the kids couldn't go to school because they didn't have fresh water to drink. They had to spend their days going to this. Well? River. It wasn't even a well. It was literally, you know, um, if you're in a construction area and it's all muddy and mm-hmm. there's a little puddle, mm-hmm. it looked like that. It was like this little collection of water that was dirty and dangerous and they would get sick from drinking it. But if you didn't drink it, you'd die. So it was like, you know, feel sick all the time and not die or die. die. You know, those are your options. Yeah. And then they would have to walk back with this water back to the village. And I would think like, you know, if my kids could see this, maybe they'd have perspective on, you know, how good we have it in Canada. Yeah. You know, when we're brushing our teeth and the water's like, oh, like yeah. just spewing out. And uh, and did it work? And uh, no, it didn't work at all. No, <laughs> not at all. So, oh man, kids don't appreciate anything. No, but that's part of being a kid, right? And uh, hopefully, you know, the kids in these villages don't know any better, and they have like, you know, they find joy in things in their life, and you know. Well, if they that's could, really taking a dark it's turn. Taking eh? a dark turn. Holy. I guess it's just because I didn't grow up with very much. Like I never got new clothes. I remember getting bags of hand me downs from my stepsister, and that being the best thing ever. Well, at least yeah, at least you weren't you know complaining like oh all your friends had these new clothes and you really felt bad about it. Like it was good you were in a good enough headspace for that. I, no, pr- I, I probably complained. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I, my mom used to give me money to go buy new clothes. And um, I remember this one time I went out to downtown Montreal, and I think she probably gave me like 150 bucks or something to go wow. buy a bunch of new clothes. You know, it was like a once a year type of thing mm. or maybe twice a year. 
And uh, I went and I bought all these novelty TV T-shirts uh, in these stores, but they were just like all offensive. You know, I, I was 14. I thought it was so cool. So I remember this one in particular, and I bet, I bet you it still exists. Like if you Google it right now, I bet you'd see it. But it's a picture of a penis, a cartoon penis oh, on the shirt. no. And um, the penis has got arms, and it's grabbing like this oversized condom as though it's like a, a hood hat? or something, a hat. And then it, it the caption says, Cover me, I'm going in. Ah. And that was, awesome. It probably cost me like, I, I don't know, 20 bucks or something of the 150 that she oh. gave me. Maybe it was less. I don't even remember how much. But anyway, I just remember her going through the clothes that I bought, you know, having been downtown Montreal, and her being very disappointed with what I came back with. I can't imagine did you ever get to wear one of them to school i know i i'm pretty sure she um i'm pretty sure she took that one away uh, but my friend you know the, my buddy don who you were just mentioning before uh he was across the street from me since grade five and he rem he brought that to my attention the other day because he found that picture somewhere and he goes didn't you have a t-shirt with this oh on it like God. he was with me i think when we bought it that is so funny yeah. you were a bad kid you know i was for a while i was uh i had a i mean yeah. You went through a rough patch, eh? Well, you rough. were smoking. I wasn't bad in the sense that I treated people poorly, but I was, you know, I started smoking in grade seven. Ugh. I used to wear this trench coat. Ugh. And I used to hang around these kids that were way tougher than me. Ugh. And, uh... <laughs> I feel I, like that's a Montreal thing, though. What's like, that? The smoking in grade seven while wearing a trench coat. Uh, maybe. I, I mean, if that ha if Harvest starts wearing trench coats, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, I, all you know, all I want my kid is not to like vape or do anything that's going to be harmful long term. Yeah, I don't want my kids smoking weed until they're in their twenties. Yeah, because there's been so many studies that show that it permanently affects development of your brain yep. for anyone who isn't fully developed. So it's like you know, wait till you're 24 and then give it a good whirl and see what you think of it. You know, wait mm -hmm. till then. I don't want them to vape. You know, like I thought for a while, like, oh, this is great. There's going to be a whole generation of people who just don't smoke anymore because nobody smoked. And now vaping, I think, is more popular with kids today than smoking ever was. Yeah. And granted, it might be slightly healthier than smoking, but it's still, there's they so much know. unknown parts of it. And, they don't know. I mean, Bundes, you, you're a vapor, right? Like you, I don't, I don't my, uh, no, no, I don't we don't have to put this in if you don't want to talk about it, but... Uh, yeah, no, I used to smoke. I started when I was about 16. Uh, got to a point when I was smoking somewhere between two, two and a half packs a day. That's wow. insane for someone that age. Yeah, it, it was pretty intense. That's all That's all we did. And I played. I used to play in a rock band, so that was a big part of the drinking and the smoking. It was It was like always oh, a cigarette hanging out, out of your mouth. Of course you played in a rock band. <laughs> Bet that really hurt your chances with the women. Uh, <laughs> it helped a little yeah, bit, just yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. But but at one point or another, the <laughs> Bundis is very attractive. If you haven't seen him on Instagram yet, oh, you flattered me. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, at one point or another, it was just the amount of money I was spending on cigarettes was insane. Oh yeah, mm. uh, and the health, like I could barely breathe. I could not go for a jog, so I switched to the vape, and it's probably not healthy. No, you're right in that sense. But, but it's, it's better than much better than uh, smoking two and a half packs a day. I remember getting in this argument with some kid uh, this summer. I was um, up north and we were at this like bar restaurant and uh, we were talking with a bunch of people and I forget how it came up, but we were talking about vaping and the guy's like, oh yeah, but it's way better than smoking. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's like, do you want to get punched in the head with a fist or a steel bat? Like they're still <laughs> terrible for you. Right. You know what I mean? It's just one is a little better than the other. 
Yeah. You're still choosing between two awful things. Yeah, totally. I'm so, lucky. I feel so lucky that I didn't get into it. Smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, that first cigarette is not good. The second one isn't good. No, you got to get good at it to enjoy it. Yeah, you got to force yourself to have like, what, five or six before you start liking it? Yeah, it's not like drugs where if you do coke for your first time, I mean, I've never done cocaine, mm-hmm. but I've only not done it because I'm really worried that I would love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel right. like it would play right into everything. Like, it makes you confident, all this stuff. Yeah. But then, you know, there are people who just can't use it recreationally. They get hooked on it. Right. Yeah, well, like something like that doesn't, you don't need to acquire a taste for it. You. That's right. You take it and it's it immediate. automatically works. Heroin, apparently, like that first time you take it, apparently is the best time you you'll ever have on heroin and you'll be chasing it yeah. for the rest smoking of smoking is yeah. certainly not that way no but like heroin and like potentially cocaine but like especially opioids and, and heroin uh, smoking is one of those things that eventually your enjoyment comes from taking your body out of withdrawal you know uh. what i mean as a smoker it's not the smoking that is like ah it's great it's because your body is craving it because you're going into withdrawal you take your body out of withdrawal that's the level of enjoyment oh. so if you get past being addicted to it you know if you can quit then you know then you don't need that getting out of withdrawal to enjoy it yeah so i hear that y- you if you were a smoker you will always even if you quit for years you'll always kind of crave that cigarette after a meal or no not for me uh, there might be the odd time like a really odd time for I mean, me no, you're a vapor so you're not even a non-smoker because you you just replace your smoking with vaping so this is true. This is so true. but um i have some friends that smoked full time and now can smoke on a cottage weekend yeah you get together with the guys they can have 12 cigarettes and then not touch a smoke for six months wow i don't know if i could do that and so i won't try no it's not worth it no to end up it. hooked again but. yeah Anyway, well, we really went from one topic to another, to another, to another, eh? That was like a very deep rabbit hole. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of the podcast thing, eh? Yeah. Now, what, what's the time on this right now, out of curiosity? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, eh? Um, I, and I only ask because um, we got to take a trip with our boss today and meet some people for lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that we're uh, working with. So um, I think we are going to have to shut it down, unfortunately. Um, but I guess we'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. Do you think tomorrow? I don't know if, well, another one before Friday for sure. We'll see how this goes, but, uh, I don't want to make any promises that we can't keep now. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a couple weeks ago, we're like, yeah, in 10 days, it'll be daily podcasts. And then it didn't happen. So we're getting there. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again.